Well, the first question we usually ask everyone is, uh, is this the uh, hangover part one? Yeah, this is a, a weird feeling. Um, you get into your routine for seven months, eight months, whatever it was, and um, obviously the playoff run, everything's heightened a little bit, and you fight to the end. Um, you know, I actually walked and you know, drove up the ramp today thinking we had you know, practice, so uh, tough feeling, but you know, we'll have time to think about how great of a season we had and and uh, you know, just the starting starting stones for uh, you know next year. How much do you will you stay in contact with all these guys, or does everybody just uh, you know how do you keep that that bond together during the off time? And just stay in touch. I mean, we, we're all friends off the court. Um, obviously, everybody has you know their own things going on, families, um, vacations, or what have you, to, to kind of relax after the long, grueling season. But we stay in touch. Guys will be in and out of town, working out, and you know we'll see each other probably in Vegas for summer league and and all that. So you know we'll we'll stay in touch and keep the chemistry going. And you know whoever um, is back next year and, and the newcomers will be uh, ready to go come September. So you know we'll hopefully. Like I said, the the identity that we've built over the course of this season and the, the work we've put in um, will set us up for you know some more success next year. It's been a long time since your <clears throat> hadn't been getting your ankles fixed. Uh, what, what will you work on now that you can work on? Um, I mean, I, I work on getting stronger, continue to work on my body. Um, the more minutes you play. And the more grind and physical, you know, physical play you endure throughout the course of the season, you have to you know, recharge and and uh, you know, get your body right for the next season. So, you know, be in that weight room and conditioning and that kind of deal, and also on the court. You know, hopefully that will that will allow me to you know play stronger on the court and I can get to the free throw line a little more. That's the you know, biggest adjustment I want to try to make next year. You know, I shoot the ball so well that um, sometimes you you fall in love with it. And think it'll get you out of certain situations, but uh, learn throughout this playoff series that you can't rely on that, and that uh, being able to get to the foul line and get easy points in the paint and that kind of deal, um, you know, stop the bleeding and certain runs that teams have, and uh, put yourself and your team in, in good positions to uh, not have lulls offensively. So that's a big deal for you know, me. It's interesting you say that because I, I think you know, a lot of people. Say that you know the Warriors probably maybe need to develop more of an inside component to go with that that tremendous outside component that you have, and it sounds like from what you're saying that inside component can come from within, from you know a change in uh, you know, acquiring of skills this summer, a change of uh, strategy when you're playing. Is is, is that an yeah for sure? Obviously, you know trying to bring in guys. We added Carl Andrews, a dominant guy on the post that can get to the foul line. Um, that was a big adjustment, but you have to have um, you know. One, one through five guys that can attack the paint, not settle, and obviously we're going to still shoot jump shots. Don't get me wrong. I mean that's the strength of ours. Um, I think that'll stay the same. But certain periods of the game, as we get smarter as a team and and go through different situations, being able to you know add that skill. I think it is a skill. Add that to you know your repertoire, being able to be effective in the paint. And, and get easy buckets that'll make us even better as a team. You uh, did that yeah. last night. I mean, I, what, five driving layups? I mean, or whatever those circus things were you were doing. Yeah, still shot zero free throws, so we got to do something better. Um, <laughs> to try to, you know, sell those calls, get to the free throw line, and, you know, we'll 
you saw how like Tony Parker had a tough game shooting the ball. You know, he shot six free throws and got a rhythm and was able to knock down two big threes down the stretch. So, um, you know, you learn from those kind of players and, and figure out how to make your game better. When you get people on the perimeter kind of pump fake, you usually drive instead of taking the contact like Kevin Martin. Is that is that instinct or is that a conscious choice? It's instinct. Um, you know, sometimes you don't think you'll be able to get the call because they might have jumped a certain way and you don't want to put yourself in a tough situation by, you know, going all out for that call and then if you don't get it, you're stuck. So you try to if I pump fake, I feel like I have the advantage. I can make a play going to the basket. So that's kind of my mindset when you're in that situation. You expect him to be a marked man next year? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure defenses will um, you know, study this, this season and all the film coaches that will be preparing for next year and how to, how to guard us as a team and <clears throat> me individually. So... Uh, I'll be doing the same thing and trying to you know, elevate my game to another level so that any kind of adjustment they make and any defender they throw on you, I'll be able to find a way to be effective. So um, you have to assume that um, from you know, day one, from game one next year that um, there will be a lot of attention thrown at you. What kind of veteran presence do you think there will be at Summer League in terms of, you know, <clears throat> I, I, of course, now you guys are playing, I would imagine, but you guys are going down to do what, to, to help out at, at practices and things like that? Just to be present. I think that's a big thing for, for young guys and you know, our rookies who will be playing this you know, coming summer to just know that you know, we're invested in the team and, and them as, as individuals and, um, and just being around with the you know, encouragement and Support. That's, that's, I think that goes a long way. Do you know um, what kind of turnout you'll have? I expect a, I expect a lot of people. Um, you know, I think last year it was probably six or seven guys. I missed it, my my baby's being born then, so uh, I think we were able to travel. But um, this summer, I think there'll be a lot of guys. You know, not for, maybe not for the whole time, but you know, we just watch two or three games and. Um, you know, encourage our young guys to keep working, and, and actually, I'll probably try to work out with them while they're here before they go out there, just to you know, work on my game too. Steph, you've mentioned the chemistry of this team. Everybody's mentioned chemistry. When the front office looks at ads or suggestions, <clears throat> how important do you think it has to be for them to think about chemistry almost first and foremost? I think you showed this year that it, it's a, a big factor from the top down, from Coach Jackson through all his. Uh, his staff and through our players, you know, the vibe in our locker room was um, was real energetic and fun and real personable. I think from day one, and um, that gets you through a lot of tough times. Where you know, in hard times, it might be you know, combination for guys to kind of do their own thing and split up and become silent. But we kind of forged together in those tough situations. I think. The, the chemistry of our team helped us do that. You know, we go on a six-game slide, and everybody thinks we're the worst team in the league. You know, we find a way to to get through that, and obviously make something special towards the end of the season. So, we'll. Uh, I'm sure that'd be a big big factor for them, whatever they do, uh, to make sure that locker room is is uh, is the same. Can you talk with Jared and, and Carl? You expect them back? Do you, do you have a feeling for how that's going to work out? You you want? I want them back. Um, and you know, they're great teammates. They've added a lot to us as a, for you know as a team, um, and, and what we were trying to do. Um, their strengths really helped us throughout the course of the season. So we'll see you know, what happens. Obviously, 
it's, it's a little unknown, but uh, I know that I heard Jack say he wants to be back here, and, and so does Carl. So, but they have to make decisions, you know, that are right for them and their families, and and you hope that's here. Um, but you you just have to wait and see. Can Will you, you have talk a conversation about, uh, with these guys in, in the coming weeks about their situations? If they want to, I'm sure they want to, you know, vent a little bit or talk about the, the various options that they may have when that comes around and. You know, like I said, we're friends off the court, so you want a friend's opinion um, in those certain situations. So I'm sure they'll talk about it. We have talked about it before. Um, but once again, it's a decision that they have to make personally, and um, and you just hope it works out for the best. So you think that's something that you would wait for them to come to you? You wouldn't pursue it, that conversation on your own? Well, I've dropped lines to Jack all, all on the way. You know, that this is the place for him. He's bounced around a lot. and. Um, for him to hopefully find a home here uh, for the foreseeable future would be, be huge. And I know he wants to be a part of a winning team, and I think that we have that here now. And can continue to build on, on the foundations we, we started this year. So if he's a part of that, that'd be huge. Can you talk about Coach Moulton alone? Um, there's a lot of talk about he may be head coach material. What's his impact here? He's a great coach. And is he a, is he a head coach material? He's a great coach. He's, you know, um, I think he's been slated as one of the best assistant coaches for a while and been uh, doing, you know, those interviews every summer. You know, you just hope the right situation comes along for a guy like that. Um, but what does he bring? Uh, is it just he, total uh, defense? No, he, I mean, he has, he's a well-rounded coach um, that knows the game and, you know, you, you see that throughout the course of the season, Coach Jackson uh, and his whole staff, you know, the level of expertise they have when it comes to the film study and getting us prepared. Uh, I think it should show in, in the progress and in the, in the, um, the, the progress and I guess the strengths that we've been able to, uh, to show as a team uh, defensively and, and the adjustments we've been able to make from year to year. Um, have come from all those guys, and Coach Malone is a part of that. So you, you wish the best for him if, he, if he's going after those jobs, because that's I know any coach's dream. Um, but you know, if he's back here, I, that'd be huge for us. Where does this <coughs> need to get better to take the next couple steps? Uh, I mean, just consistency with uh, our defensive effort, um, and I think, like I said, when, we, when our offense. And our shots are falling. Find a way to manufacture offense and 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 um, you know get to the foul line more. I think that's a huge huge thing that, that can't be overlooked. Um, you know, like I said, we're a strong jump shooting team um, with you know some some low post presence. But to be able to uh, when de defense is tightened up and intensity picks up and um, the game slows down a little bit, to be able to still find a way to be effective in the offense, man. I think we have this personnel to do it as is. Um, we just have to pay you know, attention to detail when it comes to adjusting. I think so. I mean, we're, we're young <clears throat> and we have a great core. Um, and for us to be able to get to the level we were this year, two games away, two wins away against the Spurs to get to the Western Conference Finals, you know, you, you, you feel like you have that kind of confidence to do it and the, the, the right pieces to do it. Obviously, every, it takes a lot of things going right for you, for anybody to win a championship, but I feel like we have the pieces to do it. It seems like uh, you became a star with Jackson. Was there anything different that he did 
different from what Key Smart did to help enable that? I mean, that's tough to say. I was a young player, and I was after my rookie year, and I was battling an ankle injury from then on. So it, this is the first year uh, I've been healthy throughout the course of the season um, to be able to, to get better and get, gain confidence individually. But Coach Jackson has been huge and just just encouraging me and instilling that confidence in me that, you know, I'm a bad man, as he says, to go out there and just play like it. Um, and regardless of what happens, he has the faith and trust to put the ball in my hands and make plays. And, um, you know, it's my job to go out there and make him look good. And uh, you appreciate that from any coach. So uh, as long as I can figure out a way to, you know, just stay healthy and continue to you know, be on the floor, I think good things will happen. Steph, if, if Bogut's healthy, how much of an impact can he have on this team? Because that's what you saw it. In, you saw it in the playoffs. I mean, there's no denying the fact that how, how his presence in, in the paint on both ends, um, you know, bo you know, boosted our defensive um, effort. And I know it was a tough year for him. You know, battling through so many different, you know, treatments and therapies, trying to get back and then having setbacks and missing, you know, a big chunk of games early in the season. But he still found a way to be uh, present and effective uh, when, when we needed him the most down the stretch. And if we can, you know, have him for have, I mean, the maximum amount of games we can get out of him, it's gonna be huge just the way that he can he can dominate, uh, you know, have to double team the post. He can play one-on-one, -on -one. he can rebound, he can block shots, take charges, he can pass the ball on the other end. I'm sure he'll get his uh, his offensive touch back when we can, you know, throw a post up, you know, possession for him. So he does a lot of things that uh, that we need. How does this season end compared to all the others here? It's actually, this is like the hardest ending um, we had to go through because obviously the playoffs, you don't know when it's going to end. It's not like you're counting down the days to you know, game 82 that or 66 even last year that you knew that was the last game. But you know, we were very disappointed that it ended the way it did uh, on our home court and uh, you know, second round against a good Spurs team that we felt like we um, had the chance to beat. And, and move on to the Western Conference Finals. And that was an expectation we had. So to not, <clears throat> not for it not to pan out that way, it's tough to deal with. But you have to be encouraged with uh, the progress we made as a team and, and looking ahead to next year, it's going to be even better. Are you, is there any relief that it's over to rest up? I mean, I woke up this morning hurting and you're happy that I guess I don't say you're happy here. I guess there's a little bit of relief that you don't have to grind these ankles anymore. Um, but on the other token, I wouldn't mind, you know, coming to practice today, going through drills, and getting ready for Game Seven. You had to, you know, take the situation for what it is. But um, looking forward to not having any pain right now. You guys over the years have always had the fine reasons to celebrate, whether it was Nelly's coaching victory. Or how, how different is it when you have a legitimate uh, reason to be to celebrate? It's, it's fun. It's what you work for. And I, 
even just looking up at the board over here, there's no, you know, all-star skills challenge title. There's no three-point participation dunk contest stuff. There's team goals that every team strives for when they when they suit up in preseason, you know, gearing up for you know, the journey to the playoffs and, and that kind of deal. And, you, for, you know, for a Warriors team to be where we were, it's unheard, it's, it's not very often. So you you appreciate the experiences we went through. And I think, like I said, with the core that we have and the uh, leadership from the front office and our coaching staff, I mean, we're in a good, we're in a good place right now. And um, you can't help but be excited about taking that next step next year. Um, and the challenges that'll bring also, but trying to live up to that pressure. How much did uh, last night's uh, celebration or homage to the fans, uh, did you have planned in it? Was it just spontaneous? And can you take us through that? We didn't have nothing planned. We were planning on game seven. <laughs> there you go. No, but uh, actually everybody walked in the tunnel and um, uh, Coach Jackson stopped for a second and I saw Jared walk back and you know the fans were still cheering. Um, and we just wanted to let them know how, you know, genuinely appreciative we were that, you know, every time we stepped in the Oracle, we knew it was going to be loud and it was going to be raucous. And, um, you know, it was it was going to be a fun atmosphere to play in. So to, you know, huddle up as a team at half court and, you know, hear, hear the chants and you know, me give my little speech just to thank the fans and, and break it down for the season, that was, that was fun. And you just want to give something back to the fans for their, their support all, all year. So when you guys win game one, I think, Win Looking back, I mean, it puts us in a, a, a lot better shape to uh, have it have been a closeout game for us, I guess, at home. So things might have been differently, uh, gone differently. Um, like I said, we fought hard to the finish, and we're not going to nitpick on you know, what happened that last three minutes of that, four or five minutes of that game. Um, there's a lot of other things to be you know, excited about and be uh, proud about than, uh, than to worry about that. When you walk down the street, uh, do more people notice you than a month ago? Like, do you sense that at all? A little bit. Um, I see a lot of more yellow shirts. So <laughs> I'm sure people are still in Warriors kind of frame of mind. So still some people look and don't actually think it's me. Um, I guess I'm, I don't know if my appearance isn't like an NBA player you know, the typical NBA players are like, Ooh. Um, but I have been those, you know, a couple, uh, frequently a little more than, uh, than, uh, than usual. What's a typical NBA player look like? Yes, you know, big, burly, you know, six seven. What's the average height for NBA players? Like six seven, six eight. You know, physically dominating appearance. I don't have that, so uh, I still look like I'm 18. So. <laughs> <laughs>